does minimalism mean to you? Mm. Like, what do you, what what kind of things come to mind when you think of, about that word? Mm. So I remember when you first came to me and talked, started talking about minimalism, and obviously when I first thought minimalism, I thought, oh, just living with the absolute bare necessities, you know, just thinking, uh, just your toothbrush, a few clothes, um, you know, little like when I say bare essentials, I mean quite literally only that. Mm. But as I as I started watching videos, as as I started doing more research about it, mm. I came to realize it's more of a a concept. You know, mm. it's not necessarily like a hard guideline of this is how you should be living. Mm-hmm. It's more like we should all we should all seek to do more with less, so to speak. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. What yeah, about you? To, to me, well, uh, when when was it? I think I began watching Madiavella. He's known for his film called Minimalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I watched the video first. He made one about minimalism mm-hmm. and like he just started doing all these things of like uh, working with your chair because you don't need to buy weights. Mm-hmm. It was just making uh, making fun of the concept mm-hmm. and like sitting on the floor with one cup kind of thing because that's all you need. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what you describe it, like the bare, bare, bare necessities. Mm-hmm. But um, as I learned more about it, at least to me, it means having things, not buying excess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I buy a lot of things. I spend a lot of money <laughs> on <laughs> things that I don't need. But it doesn't become like unhealthy, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I buy things that... Uh, but whenever I do buy something, is the best I can get out of whatever mm-hmm. I buy. So, mm-hmm. for example, headphones I buy, I do so much research and buy, I want to always end up buying the best thing that for me. And so my my thinking with that is that if I buy, invest that money into mm-hmm. the best headphones, for mm-hmm. example, they will last me a long time and therefore I'm not going to have to buy any more of them. Mm-hmm. More than more than necessary or in excess. Mm-hmm. Um that's kind of how I see it, but uh, I like what you said, like doing more with less. And <clears throat> to your point, uh, some of the criticism I read about minimalism is that it's more of a rich man's concept in mm. that, you know, to do more with less in order to buy things that last, you need to be able to have the capital to to, to buy these things, you know? Yeah. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's I feel it's harder to live with that with that concept because, you know, what if you can't afford, say, those two hundred dollar shoes that last forever? Yeah. You know, what if you can't buy those headphones? Well, I guess. Sorry, I'll get back to that. But what if you can't buy those uh, three hundred dollar headphones that'll last you an eternity? Mm-hmm. You know, instead. And that's when you kind of get into the loop of you're going to buy those cheaper shoes, just cheaper things that you need but you're gonna be replacing them more often. Yeah. Right? Um, so, I mean, it, I think that's the only thing that I have against it. It's just, 
it's it's just harder for people who don't have enough money to mm. live with that with live with that mindset i suppose hmm. you know it's easier for them it's easier for them to have less for sure cuz simply because simply speaking they can't afford it but then you know they i find they kind of end up they end up digging themselves even deeper cuz they have to buy more things on a regular basis to keep up in a sense you think then could it be seen as a luxury lifestyle then kind of hmm. maybe perhaps in some light yeah to to a certain degree i do think that uh people who are i guess comfortable with their lives mm -hmm. can afford to kind of think about like oh i like to even get to the point of saying i have too much i need to get rid of it yeah. you need to be you need to have a comfortable salary or you know a comfortable amount of money to even have that much stuff to begin with mm -hmm. you know you're not going to have that much stuff from just simply getting it for free yeah you know unless you do dumpster diving but that's a different story <laughs> but yeah mm -hmm. i mean uh and just for the audience for to reference mm -hmm. uh the reason why we came up with this topic was because at least uh, i guess exhibit number one over here uh is my poster wall it's um at least in my opinion it doesn't look like overwhelming mm -hmm. uh But I guess for some people it could be seen as like, oh, you had too much stuff mm -hmm. or, um, I don't know, do you even need those things? Mm -hmm. And to, to, I guess, reference, no, to address those comments, at least to me, um, I think I buy everything as a memento of the things that I've experienced through anime, mm -hmm. like the story, the storylines, the artists, however they have impacted just even a tiny bit of my life. And if I remember, if I really like that story, mm -hmm. then I think it's always nice to just look back at it and remember, you know, at least some moments out of mm -hmm. that story that you watched. Like mm -hmm. when, whenever you bought this, right. I like to look back mm -hmm. and remember it. And to your point, um, in Matt Diavella's minimalism documentary, uh, he interviewed, I forgot their names, but they are quite literally called the minimalists. And Yeah, I think they started that movement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and they quite literally say during that documentary that if you like books, you like books. You know, like if you like certain things, you like certain things. The whole point and their point was the whole the whole thing about minimalism is it's is that it's adaptable. It's not meant to be a hard guideline of you must live like this. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just more of a it's more of like a concept that everyone can kind of mold into what they want. You know, it's it's kind of a concept of like, like what's the least I I myself can live with. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's a it's an idea of let's have let's let's uh let's live with less to yeah. combat the amount of consumerism there is in today's world yeah uh, obviously they mentioned fast fashion i was literally about to bring that up yeah right you know and oh it always seems like i'm getting advertisements in the mail like hey yeah so this store is having this sale and we're offering like a 50 discount on everything in store come and buy 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 right now but then you know i myself 
am not usually enticed by that, mainly because mm. I try to I try to wear things until they're mainly until they're mostly worn out. You know, yeah. I don't feel the need to have the latest styles. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a little bit unstoppable. To I mean, people will still keep doing those things, like mm -hmm. keep buying, and that's why that is the little reason why. For example, H&M, Forever 21, like came to be such huge brands mm -hmm. because people just kept supporting that sort of uh, wasteful, extremely fast mm -hmm. production, like output to, yeah. to the masses and people keep buying and buying and buying because I guess... Uh, in the in the film, they mentioned you know back in the day it used to be like four seasons, right? Like mm -hmm. four seasons, like uh, summer, spring, winter, and uh, fall. And but now I think she said something like fifty seasons now or something like fifty two <sighs> seasons. Uh, and which is like You're per right. week, yeah, yeah like every per week, week. Mm -hmm. and which is absolutely insane. Like, what is the need up for it? I, I, is that just the greed of people wanting to just profit more out of their business mm -hmm. and knowing that people will buy them mm -hmm. regardless of what the hell it is just because they want that new feel, you know? I feel that's more on the people actually buying the clothes yeah. because them buying these clothes enables and enables because like the whole concept of the customer is always right. And I think people have kind of forgotten the true meaning of that mm -hmm. the because the, the the original meaning of the customer is always right is whatever the customer like the customer as like the group mm -hmm. not it, whatever they want is what you should focus on yeah. right it's not like the customer gets to be a piece of shit and just say whatever the hell they want and get whatever the hell they right, want. Right. No. But the fact of the matter is the only reason why these businesses are doing this is because, one, it makes them money. That's the biggest one. And number two, the market is there for them to do that. Yeah. Right. And that's why they continue to do so. And that's why I think, you know, minimalism is if it takes off. Um, and I think that's. I think it's important to people, for people to realize that it's it's kind of still a niche concept. It's not something that's widespread yet, yeah. Because it's still kind of restricted to you. Ha kind of have to look look for it. Yeah. You kind of hear have to hear it from people. Like for example, you telling me about it. I had no idea about it prior to that. Mm. But I can say from my own perspective, from my own life, that. To a certain degree, I've always had a more, a somewhat minimalist mindset, you know, yeah. because my parents were never one to hoard things. They were more likely to get rid of things they didn't need. Mm. Part of that was also just, I mean, we moved around every so often and keeping stuff just wasn't, was out of the question. Like this, you can't keep everything, every memento. You have to decide, well this like this i will keep this particular picture yeah I'll, and i'll like the others i'll just kind of toss out by the wayside um and i know we mentioned the whole idea of minimalism being more of a luck like potentially being more of a luxury lifestyle mm -hmm. um when i when i got out of college i had a decent amount of student debt who doesn't at this point yeah um and i lived at home And then one day my parents just told me, all right, we're going to buy a house. And, and I'm like, cool. And you're going to pay for it. Uh, 
I mean, obviously I was surprised, you know, because I was still in an entry level job and I wasn't, I was making enough to kind of get by, but I wasn't making anywhere near enough to pay a mortgage. Yeah. Right. So then the moment we bought that, that, that place, you know, I was paying the con, I was paying the mortgage, the electricity, gas, you know, all those extra fees that come with owning a house, owning property. You know, I found, I found myself being constantly limited, obviously by money. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't afford certain things. I like, I never went out with friends. I didn't buy all that many clothes. Um, so, and that's kind of shaped my mindset to this day, which is kind of, I call it unintentionally minimalist. Mm. Right. So I, I, everything I buy, I always have the mindset of, do I really need it? And the vast majority of the time, the answer is no. Mm. Okay. I mean, I think that that's also that kind of question that got ingrained in my head also came from my dad. Like, mm-hmm. because he's very, I mean, what's the word? Not, not, um, what's the word for being not cheap? Frugal. Frugal. He's very frugal. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I would ask about, hey, can we go eat here? And mm-hmm. I was like, do we need to go there? <laughs> it's like, uh, why not? <laughs> and I am very like the why not person, mm-hmm. like literally every freaking time. Like, for example, yesterday I told you like $100 on my own fucking food. <laughs> but like... Before you continue though, yeah, I think it's also, I think one of the big... One of the biggest things that proponents of minimalism say is that if you follow these guidelines, you get to focus more on experiences rather mm. than, you know, material goods. Right. Yeah. And so, like I mean, you, and yeah. I, and I mean, I, I was grateful to be kind of brought up that way because it is true. The things I do have, I would say like about 80% of the things I do have, I do appreciate having like uh, all my books. I Every single one, I'm like, yeah, really, really like that book. Mm-hmm. For example, games, games is like maybe I only really like like 20% of them. <laughs> All of the other ones are absolute waste. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then I wanted to bring up figures, mm-hmm. but, but like later. But yeah, I, I am grateful that I had that mindset because yeah, I do have Whatever I own, I appreciate mm-hmm. having, and mm-hmm. I feel grateful for having it. And it's not like just for the sake of having mm. stuff. Now, if we, if we, which, kind of, which in essence is what minimalism is, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right. But let's, but let's play a game of kind of thinking to the extreme, mm-hmm. right? So, in your opinion, of all the things in your house right now, like how much do you truly need? Like, how much do you think would you end up getting rid of if you were to kind of live with that mindset of, like, only the bare minimum? I think if I had to keep, like, I think I would keep maybe a couple of my books. Mm -hmm. I would get rid of all my games. Mm -hmm. I'll get rid of all the figures. Mm. All the figures. (laughs) (laughs) Are you Uh, sure about that? (laughs) Because you're saying, like, extreme case. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I will get rid of that mm-hmm. furniture. I don't really need, um, and then my computer I would keep. Mm-hmm. Well, because <laughs> I need we wouldn't computer. be able to do I this kinda, without. I kind of need the computer <laughs> and my camera stuff. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I mean, 
I guess it also it also ties a little bit with like what you enjoy in life and mm-hmm. what you buy more of. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, I think if you if you if people were able to see my my apartment, mm-hmm. uh, the things that you kind of see in excess mm-hmm. in quotation marks is like these posters, the figures, the books, maybe, mm-hmm. and the games. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. And, and you don't. I don't. See, I don't think, in my opinion, you'll see anything else in excess. That it's just like, oh, he has a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff. Right. And so, in in that regard, I'm saying that what it, I don't have that many mm-hmm. joys in life, I guess. And whatever joys I have in life, I do. Um, I, I I guess I can focus more on it. Mm. And. Therefore, I appreciate it more. <laughs> the way you phrased that just now it's almost well, sounded I so mean, depressing. No, no, not in that, not as in like, I don't have that many joys. I'm just saying like, I selectively choose mm-hmm. those joys mm-hmm. and I don't focus on like, I don't know, like wasteful stuff mm-hmm. that doesn't serve a purpose to my any one of my joys, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just can't help but think about one of the guys they interviewed in that documentary, that yeah. Matt Diavella documentary. And all he had was his clothes, you know, a travel bag, you know, like, like I said, the absolute bare minimums. And this guy would just go around and... Or they do that was just literally living out of a backpack. Yeah, living, just idea. living out of a backpack. Yeah. And, and this is why I say that minimalism is should should be more of a concept and not a hard guideline because i can mm-hmm. say with a hundred percent certainty that i would not be able to live like that you know okay yeah because simply put um i mean i hope i'm not being too harsh on on him on that on that particular guy but i in my opinion i don't think the vast majority of people would be able to live like that because no. because the, sim- the simple fact of the matter is some people just have responsibilities, you know, that tie them down to the area that they're in. So, for example, myself, I have my family in the area. Yeah. You know, I can't just up and just decide, hey, so uh, you guys are going to pay for the condo from now on because I'm just going to go and travel, travel yeah. wherever the hell I want yeah. in a backpack, you know, yeah. and just like uh, hitchhike everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Well, with Uber these days, you don't need that. But yeah. um, well, I mean, so in your case, then like what were you like get rid of like what would be your necessities I think I think it would be pretty similar to what you know what what you said which is to say all the prints I've gotten from various conventions um Mm. the figures um I can't say clothes because I don't buy that many to begin with Mm -hmm. I just I just don't have that many possessions. I mean, I guess some of the tables I have that my parents have bought over the years, cause like, oh, you could totally use this. Like, no, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, um, but no. If I had, if I really had to choose, it would definitely just be, uh, damn, like all the figures, all the prints, a bunch of the, a bunch of the computer, the PC component boxes I have in my closet, um, and that's really it. Yeah. Maybe okay. No, I can't say that. No, I could definitely do without some of the clothes I have, because if we go with the Marie Kondo idea of sparking joy, 
a lot of the a lot of the clothes I do have are from college that I use as sleepwear. Okay. And sometimes workout clothes. Yeah. And but like they're they're old and ragged. I'm just like, like, yeah. I don't need that many. I have too many, too many shirts in that regard. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh. Okay. So. Oh yeah. So another. I guess uh, I wanted to. I wanted to bring this up. So. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in at least my case, mm-hmm. uh, I don't accumulate stuff because I want it. Mm-hmm. But at least if anyone is in the, is into the figure market, mm-hmm. they know that sometimes the figures appreciating value. Mm-hmm. And so a reason a reason why I have accumulated so many figures is mm-hmm. like because the majority of them at this point they're worth more than double for what I paid for. Mm. And I mean, you know, uh, ain't nothing wrong with want, wanting to profit out of something. Mm-hmm. I think that if you have the knowledge that... Respect the hustle. Yeah. It, it, it is a little bit of a hustle, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have, I've done that with games a little bit more. So mm-hmm. like, as an example, I know this is greedy as hell, but like, <laughs> I bought, we bought two when the Monster Hunter bundle came out for the PS4, mm-hmm. I immediately knew because a lot of people were waiting for it mm-hmm. for so many years. The game was actually really, really good. It was mm-hmm. improved a lot mm-hmm. from the previous generations because I have played the previous generations. I was just like blown away. Like they had improved the game dramatically. And so therefore, I the thing is, I knew the game was going to be good. It was going to sell well, mm-hmm. at least in this area. And so I bought two Mm. Of the bundles, I think they were four hundred dollars. Mm. One of them, I sold them for both of them. Mm-hmm. Both of them, I sold them for thirteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So like, it is that. Um, yeah, that was literally like almost three three times the profit. Mm-hmm. And I I think I've always been like kind of like that. Not mm-hmm. always. Sorry, that's that's not. You mean a greedy little bitch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I am, I am kind of ambitious and greedy, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it has been like in my later life now that because I have more money, more mm-hmm. capital to invest mm-hmm. then at least for the things that I know that mm-hmm. I'm going to like appreciate mm-hmm. then I do it. And so like, that's also another reason why I do it mm-hmm. and not just because I'm a hoarder mm-hmm. pretty much. Now, before we continue though, let's talk about how. I think everyone knows at this point that in the anime industry, merchandise is an important part of it. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously you have figures, you have posters, you have keychains, keychains, you have uh, Blu-ray discs, you know, you have all of this art books, art books, you know, there's a lot of stuff. It's, it's huge, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and obviously, it's kind of like the whole idea of, well, we have to support things we like, mm. right? But then where is the limit, mm-hmm. right? Because how much of that how much of that ends up just being excess? Like, do you really need that one figure, right? Mm-hmm. Do you really need that, bo- that Blu-ray bonus disc? Like, do you really need it? Mm-hmm. Chances are is... No. So I'm so I guess we can what I'd like to what I'd like to discuss is like how do we reconcile the whole concept of minimalism with with the anime industry? Wanting to appreciate, yeah. Right. 
because the way I see it, so obviously some of these prints aren't from the original, um, original, I guess, publishing company. Yeah. Right. These are freelance artists Mm -hmm. who create this amazing art and they sell this stuff for a living. Mm -hmm. Right. So... Hmm. So to your point, yeah. how do we reconcile it mm-hmm. in my what I do? Mm-hmm. So for example, the the Ghibli one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, artists, or at least for people who don't know, so it when you go to the artist alley at a convention, they will have the booth set up, and so for any art, most of them will offer the print in different sizes. So it will be like a little one, like a medium one, and then a large one. Mm-hmm. And obviously the prices go up as they get large. Mm-hmm. And so I, the way I see it, I, when I do truly want to support an artist, I like, I buy their most expensive thing. In mm-hmm. uh, that way, one, I support them monetarily more that much more. And one, and on the other side, to me, it benefits me because I only buy one thing mm-hmm. or like very, very little. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's not like I'm buying excess because I just want to support them. Mm-hmm. I, and same thing for, for them, Lucy Sky, Lucy Sky, really, really cool artist. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I bought the, the, the largest print they had available and, uh, yeah, that's not just my way to support them, mm-hmm. like more money mm-hmm. and just for me to have one mm-hmm. really cool thing yeah and that way we keep it minimalist yeah uh, yeah and hmm. and I, I know we mentioned before like mm-hmm. what if we were to take what if we were to decide hey i just want a few of these mm-hmm. i can live with only a few of these just to downsize right mm-hmm. like i guess my i guess my question would be then is like, would, would we continue? Because you want, like, on one hand, you want to continue supporting the artist. Yeah. But but what if you don't necessarily want to have the stuff, you know? Mm. And and that's and that, and that to me is the is the big question. It's like you want to give them money to support them, but what if you don't like want to clutter your wall with extra things, you know? So, but then at the same time, we can go back to the whole idea of making minimalism what it is you want want it to be yeah you know we can go back to the whole idea of i mean i really like anime mm-hmm. like and i'm i know you do too that's why we started this in the first place <laughs> yeah so hmm. you know it's it's always it's, it's always an interesting thought experiment you know because obviously you want to be less wasteful you want you don't want to impact the environment too much yeah but you also want some, a memento, like you said before, of all your experiences with these stories. Yeah. Because as we get older, you know, it's harder to remember all of these instances, you know, all of these memories, you know, because just more things are happening, more things are happening in your life. You know, obviously you're going to remember the biggest things, but like some of the stuff that, you know, you kind of forget about. And I know you could probably argue, you could probably argue that if you forgot about it, it wasn't that important to begin with. But, you know, like... That's what I always say, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, uh, certain certain substances, <laughs> certain substances impact your ability to remember these things. They don't help, yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and, and I know I told you this before, but 
some of the figures I have, I have mm-hmm. them because they remind me of how much enjoyment I got out of playing either watching the anime or playing the games. Okay. You know, and that's kind of just the way I look at it, at least. So I guess, like, I think you gave me this exercise the other day. Like, mm-hmm. If you could only keep three figures of your collection, which ones would you keep? Mm. Of the of the ones I do have, I would keep the Xenoblade Chronicles, um, mm-hmm. both Mithra and Pyra. You know, because like I mentioned to you, uh, they're part of a set. You put them together, and they're posing next to each other, and it's really great. It's cool to me, at least. It also certainly doesn't help that I spent a considerable amount of money on those. Yeah. So, long story short, flex, flex on that. Yeah, like just let me let me just flex, <laughs> fl- like flex on the people real quick. But yeah. long story short, I bought these uh, long after they had sold out, and after they had appreciated in value for, I want to say at least a year or two. Yeah. And if you're looking for figures that are that old, and from what I understand, most of them don't go on, don't get reprinted. Some of them do. I don't know what I don't know what the factors are that guide those, but either way, um, the ones I have, they haven't been reprinted ever since. And because and because of that, they appreciate in value. And I spent. Uh, I was about to say the value, but I'm like, I think I'll keep that hidden for the time. I was being. about to say it too. Okay. I'm just like, okay, mm, let me let me just not let me just not mention that. But either way, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles Two was a really fun game for me. Okay, so and that's why I and that's why I kind of feel attached to those. Those are the ones that you. Then I'm just yeah. like, I would absolutely keep those. Those okay. and. In fact, I'd say they're. If I really had to choose, they mm-hmm. would be the only ones I'd keep. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because okay. if I, I mean, this would be a, this would be a boring exercise if I like just follow the idea like, whoa, everything is meaningless in life. But, <laughs> but you know, we gotta have something. Yeah. You know, we gotta have something to hold on to. Yeah. You can't. I mean, you can, but I just don't agree with the whole idea of. Just only continually seeking out new experiences. Yeah. You know, you got to remember the old sometimes. Yeah, and I, I think I'm gonna tie a little bit back to the luxury because we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess go back to having the bare minimal when obviously we have, I guess, the resources to buy or purchase the things that we. Mm-hmm. get joy out of like for example yeah I could I could in theory yeah get rid of all my stuff but do I have to mm-hmm. like what would be the drive to do that mm. uh, I guess also something else that Madiavela mentioned is that the less clutter you have the more mind space you will have so like the more things that you, you you're gonna have to the more things you're going to be able to focus on. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to that, you think of more important things in your life than you would not maybe think because you're too stressed of keeping track of all your possessions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually really important in life. Like, I think you only have one life, man. And like, uh, if you don't enjoy the moments, mm-hmm. the because you're just stressing out like, oh, I have too many things and you're not really living. Mm -hmm. And I think in some way or another, 
minimalism. If minimalism can give you the clarity to pursue those memories in those moments in your life that will make you a little bit happier with yourself, mm-hmm. then absolutely you should at least adopt adopt some of those principles. Perhaps what he, I think what he's going off of is the idea of sensory overload, you know, mm. and I just, uh, I watched an episode of um, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo mm-hmm. and what immediately stuck out to me and was that they weren't, they weren't in uh, hoarder territory, mm-hmm. but they did have a lot of stuff that just frankly wasn't needed, you know? Yeah. Um, they just had papers everywhere. They had old clothes that they never like. They would never think to pull out anymore. And and I think you know it's like once you kind of declutter yourself, when declutter like your belongings. The thing is, it, it was hard for me to relate to them simply because yeah. like my closet doesn't look like that. Yeah. Like there's, I don't have clothes kind of just teetering on the edge of just like tipping over and like burying you in an avalanche. Like if, if, if you were to take all of my clothes in my closet and just kind of lay, lay them out, I really don't have that much. You know, I could like, I only use about a third of my closet. It's a walk-in closet. Mm-hmm. So it's somewhat big, but if anything, my mom keeps more stuff yeah. in my clo- in my closet yeah. than I do in mine. So yeah. it's it, I do understand though. I like I like we like we've been saying. I do understand the whole like idea behind it. Like clear your mind, mm-hmm. clear your mind. Think about things that are truly important to you. You know, um, but I do want to say that this isn't a one size fits all kind of thing, right? Like, um, some people just hold a lot of sentimental value for their belongings. Some people like the idea of surfing through their clothes, looking for that perfect outfit. And I think at the, at the end of the day, that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. it, whatever brings you joy in life, I think that's what the message here should be, which is whatever brings you joy in life, unless it's, you know, bad stuff. But uh, that's that's a very vague very vague description but whatever brings you joy in life just do more of it Mm. you know or at least try to yeah yeah and then uh, I guess my last point with (laughs) this minimalism thing I agree with you I think the beautiful thing about about it is what you said like you can mold it Mm -hmm. to whoever it is like like you said you can need if the person is okay with like just living out of a backpack that's mm-hmm. fine i have contemplated the idea of just living out of a car but like you know that's mm, i don't know i think i would like to try it but mm-hmm. it's not like a thing that i was like very serious about mm-hmm. or not like you, for example like you uh we we had to buy this freaking table okay because i didn't have anything (laughs) okay so so like background on that this this guy right here sitting across from me had no table prior to me convincing him like hey if we're gonna do a podcast we need a table yeah i mean the whole thing was like i don't need a table (laughs) i mean like i don't have a tv i don't have I don't have a lot of things. I literally, I, I even asked you, I was like, hey, so when guests come over, where do they sit? And they're like, they just, 
sit wherever on the floor and yeah. like are you serious right now like this is how you do it i mean at, the, at that point i had a couch mm. <laughs> you know you did you i thought you got the couch after no 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 you got that before the table okay yeah, yeah. i had to hide it before mm-hmm. the table mm-hmm. yeah but i mean i the whole thing is like if people come here they mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. not because of a fucking table but right. like they come to visit me right and like no but yeah i know i know i get your point <laughs> i know it mm-hmm. i guess it's not that i was being extreme it's just that i guess i really never thought about it mm-hmm. and yeah i think it would be interesting for sure to go around asking our friends like if if you looked at your current possessions mm-hmm. you know what what would you well okay we would have to add the caveat of like you have to you have to kind of like give away some stuff or like throw away some stuff and like get down to some baseline level of belongings like what would you get rid of i would actually be curious to know what some of our friends would say you know because some of our friends we know they have fast cars they want the fastest cars because that brings them joy they want the the expensive clothes because that brings them joy some of them want you know nice shoes I know one, maybe, hopefully he'll listen, but I know one, my, my friends have a lot of, a lot, a lot of shoes. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, we'll do an, an exercise with them. Like, mm-hmm. which shoes will you keep? Yeah. Shoes? Which ones spark joy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hmm. And I then, mean, but also nothing wrong. Like what you said, I mean, uh, also it's not, I think we're just making conversation here. We're really not trying to. Mm-hmm bash on anyone oh you're like not a minimalism (laughs) you're a piece of shit you know it's it's more of like just discussing it mm -hmm. just because of how I I lived and I I began questioning am I being like too cluttered Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. and it's just an interesting topic to talk about it's not like oh if you don't do this you're or like because I'm doing this I don't think I'm better than anyone else it's Mm -hmm. just I guess it's just a nice thought experiment. I'm gonna send out a mass text to all all the people I talk with. I'm gonna say, if you can't call yourself a minimalist, I'm not talking to you ever again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw the line. Start drawing the line right now. Be like, yeah. yeah. Like you have too much stuff. Ah, oh, man. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, yeah, but you, you you need to cut that out, or else I can't be your friend. Yeah. If, no. In fact, we can say something like, Hey, I'm being minimalist with my friends. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go through everyone in my contact list. Be yeah. like, this I'm, one sparks joy. This one sparks joy. You do not get the fuck out of my contact list. Yeah. And in fact, I'm going to delete Marco right now because he does not spark joy. (laughs) Damn. All right. I mean, um, I mean, man, what was I going to say? It was, I don't want to sound, I don't want to make it sound like we're being wishy-washy here. You know, we're we're not, I I just, we're, we're trying to get across, get across here is that. Minimalism at the end of the day is once again what you make of it. You know, as long as it's not, you can't say you're minimalist and have like clothes everywhere on the floor. Mm. Be like, but I need all this. Like, no, you really don't. Like, yeah. Um, you can't. You can't say you're minimalist and and I tell my mom this all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. mom, you can't buy this thing just because you'll think you'll use it within the next year or something. First of mm. all, that's that's too wide a range. <laughs> like you, no. Yeah. Like what if? Like I've seen her buy so many things that just get left in the dust. Mm. You know, I'm just like, why did you buy this in the first place? And she'll go, it was on sale. I'm mm. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. Your Asian instincts 
from prevent you from passing up on a good sale, but we really didn't need this. Mm. You well, know, and she also floated the idea again of, hey, so uh, when are we going to move to a townhouse for you? And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, we're not even using up all the space in this condo. Like, you want me to, and you want me to spend more money on a townhouse? Yeah. Absolutely not. Mm. Like, get the hell out of here. Obviously, I didn't tell her that, but, you know, yeah. but it's kind of, to me, so... I'm going to go back to what I think minimalism is. And that is to say, to me, minimalism is, is a healthy balance of buying the things that you really enjoy, but also kind of making use of the space that you do have, mm. you know? And I, and once again, I can cite my own experiences, but um, we have another house that's like 5,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not used at all. Like all, all 5,000 square feet is not used to its full potential. There's a lot of empty space. Mm-hmm. There's bedrooms that aren't in use. Um, the basement area, like there's nothing in there. There's like a few chairs and whatnot, but it's not in use. And that to me is just wasteful. Yeah. You know, like, like and, and I think that's what I kind of want to continue, continue going with in life is just trying to be as efficient as possible. You know, obviously I like anime, so I'm going to continue buying, um, you all know. This, all the fake shit, buy all, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like all my waifu pillows and whatnot. I don't actually have waifu pillows, but maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I mean, but I'll probably still buy figures, you know, I'll probably still buy prints from artists. Um but I want to believe that I have the, I have the self-control to know that, hey, like enough is enough for now. You know, if I want to, if I want more, I'll need to think about getting rid of the stuff that I currently have, you yeah. know, things like that. Yeah. And, like I said, like, I think as we go through life or like, never mind, sorry. Mm-hmm. As I go through this, I guess, anime uh, industry world of so it, it is a shit ton of fucking merch like mm-hmm. it's so many series too mm-hmm. that I mean you cannot get to them all mm-hmm. and like you just had to pick and choose which ones you're gonna put your time into mm-hmm. because as of late I don't think I've watched any of them <laughs> any series maybe mm-hmm. in the last three months um, maybe because you've been doing being busy uh, doing certain other things I've that been, will not be mentioned I've been, yeah I've been wasting a lot of money parting <laughs> <laughs> my ass off but like I mean that's I get it comes back to you know experience life more mm-hmm. and it's not that I don't like anime anymore. It's just like, I guess I just haven't had time. You've been focusing more on real life experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously when it comes, when I actually sit down and watch it, it's like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny and all that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I will keep on, you know, when, when I see the things that the con- the conventions, it's like, oh fuck, I need mm-hmm. to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. Uh, obviously I'm way, way more selective and, I will just be more mindful of the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that adopting minimalism helps you helps you in discovering your purpose in life? You know, because I know we mentioned the whole idea of minimalism helps us think less about things that aren't important. But then, in doing so, does that allow us to decide for ourselves? Like, oh, but what do I want to do with my life? Like, yeah, like what. What is it that I want to be? 
mm-hmm. you know like do you think it helps with that uh i want to say i not necessarily have found my purpose in life mm-hmm. but i'm gonna say I, I think i found like a door that may lead to it mm-hmm. and i think and that makes the whole difference in the world of not feeling lost and um I think it did. I, I do attribute it to the fact that I was living on my own. I began living on my own in this space. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like it was just big enough for me. It was. It's not too small. Maybe to some people it sounds really small. Mm-hmm. It's like 620 square feet. But to me, it was just absolutely perfect and had my own time, my own space. And I guess... It just, well, it was a combination of like the the rent being a little expensive that I didn't <laughs> really have money to buy. Mm-hmm. All the stuff that I kind of wanted, like, you know, a carpet, like, no, no carpet, what do you call it? Uh, a rug. A rug. Mm-hmm. Rug or like a more expensive espresso machine or like, a, like decorative stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm like, am I dwelling on it? Oh, I really wish I had this mm-hmm. this rug. I really wish I had this decorative thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. No. I don't think about it. I'm like, just living life. And mm-hmm. I think that does speak for what you said, what you just asked me. Yeah, I think having that space mm-hmm. helps so much mm-hmm. just to, I guess, be with yourself and like think about what you actually want in life. Mm-hmm. I think I can probably end up saying the same because for the longest time, like I mentioned, I just frankly didn't have the money to do things. Mm-hmm. But at, at, at a, a certain point, it started becoming more of an excuse rather mm-hmm. than an actual reason for me not to go out and experience things. Uh, I started kind of I started thinking more in terms of. Well, it wouldn't be fun anyway. Like, you know, like, why would I waste money on something I wouldn't have fun with? Um, but as I've, I suppose I've gotten a little more comfortable mm-hmm. in being able to say, like, well, yeah, it would be nice to have, you know, this thing. But being able to go out, hang out with friends is to me the more, is currently the more, I guess, fulfilling, ex- yeah. like fulfilling experience, you know, because at the end of the day, the the figure like the the merchandise that you want will pretty much always be there, you know like. Although I appreciate it, in money. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but the friends around you are not always going to be. Yeah. You know I can say that right now. Some of the friends that I used to hang out with, I mean we've we've lost contact to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But you know. Uh, but it would be nice to be able to reconnect with them a little more, you know, and also go out there, experience more unknowns, just meeting more new people, you know, meeting, having more, trying new experiences, all of that, Yeah. you know, and to be able to find that balance between getting new experiences and buying like merch, I guess, like things I actually really enjoy. Like I'm still, I'm still searching for that, Mm. but you know, I don't, I, I can't say right now that I regret anything. You know, I can say that I'm living, a di- I mean, the fact that I'm able to work on a podcast, you know, like work, like just do something that I, that I enjoy. That's not just work Yeah, is I'm grateful for that. Mm, you know, that's good. So what you're saying is, uh, 
I really need that Shure SM7B microphone. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I really need it. It sparks so much joy within me. So that means we should buy we three to, of them. We need to drop like $300 yeah. on microphone. Yeah, dude. Oh, right absolutely. <laughs> no problem. Let's just do it, dude. Experience. Yeah. In fact, it'll be, it'll be a combination of consumerism and experiences. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what we'll yeah. do. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. and you have any other thoughts? No, I think this is this. That was a good closing note. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone listening still this far in the podcast? Thank you so much for sticking around. Hopefully, this was a little bit interesting mm-hmm. for this much of your day. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And if you guys have anything that you want to mention to us, any questions, you know, if you guys want to discuss anything about minimalism, you know, feel free to hit us up. Um, I, I think I think uh, we have the Instagram and Twitter posts or, or Twitter accounts posted in the description. Yeah. So, you know, feel free, feel free to hit us up. Yeah. All right. Cool. And thank you.